Welcome to the FitPro Podcast, a brand new initiative from FitPro for forward-thinking professionals who want the latest information while on the move. We hope you enjoy this week's pod, and for further information about today's podcast, head over to our social media pages and start the conversation. And to offer feedback and suggestions for future podcasts, get in touch with us at publish at fitpro.com. Okay, so we're here again for another Fit Pro podcast with a couple of fitness industry heroes to talk about the future of fitness. So as I say, we're going to be talking to two successful fitness professionals who run businesses and influence others across the breadth of the fitness industry here in the UK. We thought we'd share with you a discussion amongst friends, talking about how they think the fitness industry has been shaped by this period of inactivity and how it has modeled their future and the future of other health and fitness professionals. So firstly, let's introduce you to Robert Kane. Rob has 15 years experience in the fitness industry, largely as a personal trainer. Rob's worked for large health club organizations, as well as setting up his own personal training business in a central London club. Whilst at this more bespoke central London club, he also explored the idea of small group personal training. Rob has also taken on the role of personal training manager at Third Space. So I think with Rob, we get a real wealth of experience. Then we come on to Teresa Wheatley. Now the Razor has 25 years plus experience in group exercise. She started out in the 90s working as a group exercise instructor. And then as she follows through her own timeline, she's become more interested and more involved in helping to coach, mentor, and educate other group exercise instructors. And this really has culminated in Teresa recently bringing together and launching her own business with Pinnacle Group Exercise. And also, as you know, my name is Aaron, otherwise known as Coach Azza, um, and I'm very much still a PT and small group trainer through and through. I work in a, a slightly different situation to the other two as far as I work at a, a quite a small facility, one location, um, and really for me, uh, life prior to lockdown was delivering uh, some really cool personal training to some amazing clients, um, but also alongside that then, um, hopefully inspiring more people by also delivering the small group training and, and designing small group training for the facility that I worked at, uh, which is which is LifeLab. And hopefully between the three of us, certainly between these two guys, you've really got an opportunity to hear about what has happened, what's going to happen from different parts of the fitness industry, which I think is really cool. Um, so guys, I want to jump into the first question that I've got for you. And um, Teresa, I want to start with you, really. Uh, how, for you, Teresa, mm-hmm. how has business changed since the beginning of lockdown? Um, but also, I want to kind of find out, okay, so who, right now, who really is your community and how have you adapted to support them? Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's changed a lot, hasn't it? So um, I guess my every day before lockdown was educating. 
um, and sort of being there all the time in lots of ways. So from a group exercise point of view, I've, I've certainly said like I've done the classes day in, day out. I don't do that now. I'm there to sort of support people in their journey to be able to be excellent at that. So within my own business, what I've done in lockdown is actually taken a lot of this time for self-reflection on what I want to achieve. I, it sounds so, so what we do so much for others in this job, it's, it, we make it about everybody that we're servicing. And that's, you know, where my passion has really, I guess, taken me through 25 plus years. Um, and I feel that I've really just wanted to take this time to think about what I want to achieve, what I want to, what, how I can service better um, and stuff. So I guess, um, yeah, I've certainly had more time for myself, which has been really, really lovely. But I haven't lost those relationships um, that I've, I've set up with the community that I have. A lot of the everyday work I do alongside the Pinnacle Group exercise is actually I work for fitness training providers. And obviously that service has, has well, had to drop, but a lot of them have either stepped into the online space in education um, and some of them not and not. But uh, another thing that I actually do is sort of the social media side of things for companies in the fitness, in the fitness world. And that's really had to change. I think a lot of companies now realize that actually the presence of social media has had to do so much when there's been so little face to face. So I, I guess I've been, well, I've been homeschooling for a start. So I've had to sort of uh, make space for, you know, that wonderful time that I've been able to share with my son whilst also looking after my business, but not pushing myself too hard i think that i've seen and i totally and rob may feel differently to me on this i feel that you know i've seen so many people say well this is a ch the chance to change everything you know this is you know there should be no regrets at the end of this you know people are learning languages learning guitar and all they're doing doing so much and actually i haven't hibernated but i've just you know quietened everything in my life so and actually what i found is so many things of, you know, it's a bit like a sieve. So many things have actually come to the top and I thought, right, that's what I'm going to work on. That, but I could, that only happened because of this time. It's been so precious. This yeah. would never have happened before. So it's, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been a wonderful time. I'm really looking forward to the change I'm going to bring into it in the future. So that sounds like, uh, yeah, almost like a, uh, it sounds like you've got a positive message to bring about lockdown, which um, I think is kind of really cool and really honest. And I think a lot of people have been uh, quite down about lockdown, but it's cool to hear that actually you've used it in a really positive sense. And, and what I gather, like going back to the question as well, for me, what I gather from what you're saying is that, mm. you know what, actually, in order to support your community better, not just right now, but moving forward, you've actually decided to take some time to look after yourself and I mm. don't think people do that enough and I think you know especially we're all servants we all love to serve that's why we're in the industry we, we love to help people and we love you know that responsibility that either through your education you inspire and you make an impact on thousands of people's of life uh, people's lives or more directly you know with the likes of what Rob does and what I do we make an instant um, impact and actually I think it's really cool to hear that you know what how I'm going to support other people is I'm going to first sort out myself and get myself into a really good position so that when we come out of this 
we can move yeah. forward at 100 miles an hour rather than still you know hanging in there with that little bit of fatigue it's like training isn't it we we yeah. need to have rest days we need Absolutely. to look after our recovery so that we can train better the same goes for our business as well right well yeah. i think we're actually you know we're in a, a privileged position where we're role modeling constantly to clients whether for me it's my my learners my people that i'm mentoring we we are sort of role modeling and i don't want to be um saying you've got to push yourself 100 percent of the time and 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 you know not using this perfect opportunity i mean if you had said to me as a i'm going to give you this many days to you know to sit in your home and not see human beings and not be able to hug people and stuff like that i'd be like that would be literally like my living hell actually i've turned it round you know i am shocked how much i've actually enjoyed this 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 time and i must yeah. you know learn from what i've learned through that i must continue to keep elements of this this you know with me for a lifetime you know um you know like i said i've got kids you know they they we we're worried for the, for how it's affecting them they have got something so wonderful that, that they've had family time. There's all these wonderful things where we can reflect. We must take it forwards in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Rob, what about you, mate? So what's, uh, what's, changed, what's changed about business for you since uh, the <laughs> lockdown? And, and kind well, of who in your community? Because obviously you've got a couple of strings now looking after a trainer team as well as uh, your clients. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got to just mimic some of the stuff that um, uh, Teresa was just saying in terms of, you know, time to reflect and time to really look at what you've been doing and what you are doing and taking care and time for yourself. I just want to just think about what Teresa just said just at the end there. The time spent with your family is invaluable. Like my, my daughter's, she's coming up to 18 months old and I... I you know, terribly, I never really saw her because I was working so many hours and working so hard and spending so much time, you know, 4.30 in the morning getting up, coming back at eight o'clock at night was not unheard of three, four times a week. Mm. So this time now has just been like, I'm just a full-time father, which is, you know, I was a father before, but now I'm actually there hands-on doing that work. And I just think, that opportunity alone is worth its weight in gold just to get to know her, get to spend time with her. So there are some negatives to this lockdown, but there are some massive, for me, some yeah. huge, huge positives. Um, have you been able to kind of keep in contact with, with your trainer team? Have you, but also, I guess, yeah. probably what's more um, impactful at the moment, have you been able to keep in contact with your, your clients? What have you done? Yeah. Doing since so for, for me to keep in for me to keep in touch with everyone i kind of i did this and i don't know whether anyone else did this but i took a big step back for like two maybe three weeks and just looked at what everybody else was doing so i was like okay so everyone's going on okay at instagram we've got facebook live going we've got this zoom call thing happening and i was like right okay i don't really know about zoom or any of that technology stuff right people are posting images all the time of right here's a session here's a workout and I just stood back and thought okay well how am I now going to make my business work because 80 or nearly 80 I'd say about 85 percent of my business in terms of hours and revenue just wiped away in you know one foul swoop um 
so then for me what's changed is i've just gone okay how can i be a bit smarter with my time and how can i look and make sure that i'm servicing the community that i'm working with so i took my group of 20 20 let's call them small groupers those group training people that still want to work together i've nearly called them something else and small groupers working together and i said right we're going to do sessions three times a week we'll train in the morning we've got a couple of sessions in the evening now just from that my other client base started to feed into it so i've gone from about six i want to say about 60 hours in terms of pt meetings classes sessions to now about six hours so <laughs> it's like I, I, i'm trying to say this without the biggest grin on my face it's like well hold up i've now got three things that have changed for me i'm spending more time with my daughter and getting to know her fantastic my clients are being serviced in terms of training and exercise and they're part of something that's bigger than themselves they want to turn up to those sessions they want to train and exercise I'm now just making sure I'm in the right place at the right time in front of a computer for six hours a week. And, you know, it's just, it's been, um, I, I, it's just been great. It's been really yeah. good because it sounds, I have to say it sounds quite unselfish of you as well, Rob, because I think a lot of people going into lockdown and certainly I was, I was more of the selfish point that I was like bang on, um, Zoom with all my PT clients. I was literally straight on my PT clients. I'd signed up to Zoom. I'd straight on this online personal training. I'd set up my my kind of study area straight away. And like literally, that's like we, we went into lockdown on Friday, and by Monday, I was already doing online personal training with my clients. Wow. And that was, and you know, I'm, I'm still trying to keep up. And I, I think it's refreshing to hear the other what other side of it because I'm st still trying to drive my PT hours to go alongside my group hours. And really what you've done is gone, guys, I'm going to look after you, but hey, don't worry about the PT because you're still going to get looked after with the group side. And I think it's cool because, you know, yeah. it's still giving you an opportunity to, um, like you say, money is important and revenue is important, but hopefully from that, you haven't lost out too much, but you've still, number one is that you've supported um, and looked after those guys and, and no one's been kind of left by the wayside because of it. Yeah. For me, it was that, can I provide a, a service that doesn't encroach on the fact, you know, that, that my other half is working, you know, she's working 40, still 40 hours a week, you know, full-time, absolutely full-time meetings. So I can't be going, hey, I've got a session now. For me, it was trying to go, okay, how can I make sure I get the best for my clients? Okay, so I know the small group training there, how it's programmed, how we're taking people on a bit of a journey for four, for four weeks together. How can I make sure they get the same level of, of training? And for me, it was the, and Teresa will probably uh, like half agree with me here in terms of the group X, the difference between that and the small group training is that we get to spend a bit more time on form, technique, and making sure they're absolutely on point. And that was what I couldn't figure out how that was going to work on Zoom, but it works really quite well um, in terms of seeing people and making sure they're doing the right thing at the right time. And I found that was the best platform for me to provide the same level of service that I could to my clients um, in this period of, you know, just talking to a screen. So <laughs> it's, uh, 
Kind of moving on to the next question there, Rob, you've rolled into it really. Was that your biggest kind of challenge to try and overcome was the kind of the quality side of it? Um, or is there, has there been a bigger challenge? So I'm going to talk this. I like this question because for about six years, I've been going, I'm, I'm going to be an online trainer. I'm going to go online. I'm going to do it because I, I couldn't figure out this period of, I'm working 12, 14 hour days. How do I now go to online? How do I go to the south of France at the weekend and I can still train people? There's, there's no way. And the biggest challenge for me, and Aaron, you and I spoke about this, you know, getting started was my, probably my biggest challenge, just going online. Because it was like, what button does what? And how do you, and who goes, who's going to want to look at me on the screen? Me just going, hey, do this and who do that? And I think just because we're in this shared environment of no one can be, everyone has to be online or no one can go to a gym or go to a park at that time. I think we kind of, as a community, shared this kind of, okay, we're all gonna practice, try this online. And for me, that was my biggest challenge, just getting started. And then when it started, it's already rolling. So that was my biggest, biggest challenge. And then the second thing for me is, trying to look after a, a little girl that wants to climb everywhere, scream, shout, you know. That's, that's the challenge. So those are my two biggest challenges, getting started on online and, and having a daughter. So the message is just get started. If you haven't got started online yet, just get started. Just have a go. If I, can, if I can start setting up Zoom calls and start trying to you know, have an account and start doing stuff on the computer, anyone can do it. But it is literally have that first phone call. And I've got to say something, you know, Aaron and I, I just had a call with Aaron and was like, what does this button do? How does this work? So just make sure that when you, before you start, you go, okay, well, I'm going to have this practice Zoom call. I'm going to do a session, see what it looks like. And once it's going, you're literally, you're flying. You're absolutely flying. What about you, Teresa? Come back to you. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's really, it's 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 really lovely to hear how you all adapted. So well, as a the fact that you jumped straight into it. I mean, I just know of so many teachers that would like in Group X were like they lost their job and the next day they're on it. And you know what I loved about that was the courage that they you know showed and they were willing to show up for their clients and for themselves and they did they knew it wasn't going to be perfect straight away but they were learning on that process and and what you see now is is really you know quite different there's they've evolved everyone's evolved I think the biggest challenge for me actually was um there was a part of me that I was like well everyone else is doing it I should be doing it and so many people contacted me and going Teresa we can now do classes with you because I'm not doing those every day. And people were asking, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? And there was, a, there was a little part of me that there was that fear of missing out. Am I missing out on my opportunity? And I, what I've learned in the last few years is there are moments where you have to say no. You know, I, it, it, people wanted me to do it. And I thought, I can't, you know, there is, I, my role really in this industry is supporting others to do it. So it's not about me going, right, make way for me to do it now. Do you know what I mean? So I'm supporting others in the background. So the biggest challenge was actually having to, because I, I would love doing it, but it was recognizing that perhaps that wasn't, it's not my time to do that. My time is to support and yeah, 
be in the background helping others and also watching and taking part in some of the sessions myself. I don't, I have to, you know, know that I can't do everything and I can't do everything for everybody else. So yeah. that was probably my biggest challenge, but I, I did, I, you know, sussed it out pretty soon that I wasn't going to do it. But tomorrow you might see me or hear from me saying, how do we do a Zoom program, guys? <laughs> yeah. and, and if you do three, you'll have two, two participants straight away. Straight yes. We'll, we'll have our spandex on and we'll be... We'll Love be this. I'm wearing my now. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his on now. <laughs> that's cool. Really uh, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, Therese, you talked about reflection. We, we've, mm. we've had a... We, we use this word already, right? Mm. So we've, we've had, have you, so it has, obviously, we've already spoken about it, it's given you time to reflect on your business. Um, what, what have you done, though? What, what physical things have you been able to do? Let's talk about maybe with the, with the education side. So yep. you're working to educate others. What have you been able to do as far as your own little business pinnacle that you wouldn't have otherwise had the time to do or the, the inclination? Yeah, so I, in essence, I, I, I've worked out that the, my business is me. So this is why I'm taking the reflection to be able to look at things. So I've, I've, you know, done some more education. So I did another social media course online. I've done my um, level two mental health awareness course. I've been, when it first released um, and, you know, it came the first providers of it I could have jumped on that but there wasn't any spaces and I was gutted and it was like how am I going to do this I'm going to wait for one of the training providers that I work with have a course and I thought no I'm actually I I I found one online and I did it through a training provider that I didn't previously know about so I've done that so I've done more education for me and I'm sort of looking at you know how I can yeah work on me which is effectively what inspires and motivates my my business yeah yeah absolutely like i that's a, again another cool thing that i haven't even thought about myself is oh yeah there's social media courses there's something you can do to yes. actually become more professional at that i think yes. we sometimes you know certainly you two and i'm still learning it but getting better at being online you know but you, uh, you guys you guys look and sound great on video I'm, you know, hopefully catching up, um, you know, um, with that as well. But I think actually, you know what, to do it properly is, is something that I haven't thought about doing. So I think that's, that's absolutely amazing that you've kind of taken that step outside your comfort zone, outside the people you know, yeah. and gone, you know what, yes. I'm just going to throw myself into something completely different. I bet you learn some really cool things that you have amazing but you know what as what i haven't done is in fact i've come off a little bit of social media because i'm servicing social media for companies that i work for so yeah. on my own personal social media i thought look i know that in this time i could get lost in my own social media and you know if i've got more time am i going to be checking my instagram more am i am, am i thinking oh my gosh i'm missing out on so much so actually I've turned the notifications off on my phone. I am now trying out, you know, if I get a WhatsApp mass, mess, massage, message in, I don't instantly think that I've got to reply to it. So I'm actually, while studying and learning stuff about how it can best service my business, at the same time, I'm learning about how I need to also manage that in a healthy way as well. Because I, I don't want to come out of lockdown and think, you know what, I just spent it. Don't get me wrong. I've watched a lot of Netflix. 
<laughs> I have watched a lot of Netflix, but I haven't spent it just on my phone being absorbed by what others are doing. Whilst I totally support what Rob is saying and watching what others are doing, I will do it for a short time, but then I want to step back and just have that reflection because otherwise these weeks will have just gone by and I'll go, what did I even do? Yeah. What has this journey been about? I've just been like, you know, on my phone, you know? So, yeah, with a more professional angle though, right? So if you have been looking at things, both of you, it sounds like you've been doing it for a reason. You're not just totally rolling. You've not just been mindlessly putting things out there. And I think there's complete, you, you know, you touch on another really good point there for our listeners. It's this, there's a massive difference between your personal social media accounts and your professional social media accounts. Mm-hmm. And do you, some people work really well at mixing the two together mm-hmm. and life is work and work is life. And that's, that's fine. They've got one account, but all they do is, you know, talk, talk shop and that's fine. But then some people, I've, and I've seen it as well, where I've kind of gone, well, you know, this is your professional account or this is where people are looking to you for inspiration and you, mm-hmm. you're not doing a very good job of being that role model right now. So I think that's, again, something cool for our listeners to have a think about is how are you best using social media? And I think yeah. you nailed it there. It's not about how, again, it's like training. It's not about how much you do. It's about the quality. Oh, so right. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Anything to add there, Rob? Yeah, just um, in terms of just reflecting, like I've just taken the time, like I said, about a couple of weeks just to look at, okay, what's what's everyone doing? But also I'd never had that opportunity to have two, three weeks of doing nothing, like not training, just spending time, really looking and thinking, okay, Am I, am I doing the right thing? How is my business going to be affected by this? And what, is, what changes can I make to it? And really, I took a real deep look. Okay, how many hours am I doing versus how many people I'm servicing? If my goal is to service more people in terms of, you know, develop stronger uh, bonds, to develop healthy habits with people, really, I wanted to see how I could, uh, I don't want to say affect, change more people's lives rather than versus that hourly singular session. So I really took that time to go, okay, well, what's going to be the smartest way to do that? Hence setting up the online um, group stuff. But also what took a real big, what was a big thing for me was trying to spend time to watch my uh, family grow, you know, watching Sienna grow up because I really missed out that first, it's got to be a year because she was into, my wife was looking after her then, then it was into nursery and I just didn't spend that time. And now I'm just thinking, God, I completely missed that opportunity. And the reflection on that has been much more personal for me. Thinking, okay, well, you know, just to echo what Teresa said, we're doing a lot of work for other people. Actually, hold up a minute. What do I want to do? What do I, Robert Kane, actually want mm-hmm. to be doing? Do I want to be going in and out of London at four o'clock in the morning and coming back at nine o'clock at night. Is that something I really want to do? I've done it for 15 years. Is that what I see the next 15 years to be like? Well, you know, take a little bit more reflection to figure out exactly what that, what that's going to look like. But I think so I, it's just so if I was old right now, if I was to hold a gun to your head then Rob and say, all right, what does your yeah. future look like, mate? What are you going to keep? What are you going to bin? And what are you going to add? Is there anything you can kind of 
share with us right now? Any anything I, that you I, stick your, your marker in the sand on? Okay. Number one I'm keeping is the online training because yes. the fact I can do that anywhere in the world at any time just for me is just phenomenal. It gives me so much freedom. Um, the things I will bin, as much Netflix as I've been watching, I will bin that, <laughs> try to, try to. Um, things I will really keep, I'm taking much more time on my own training. And I think that's something that really slipped over the last four or five years. I wasn't really training anywhere near as hard and I was fitting little sessions in 20 minutes before I'd have four, four or five hours of clients. Well, now I've got an hour and a half, two hours to train. And it just for my mindset, it's just fantastic. I feel better. I, f I feel like I'm giving more to my clients because I'm training better myself. And I think that's what I really missed over the last few years. And I felt really, you know, and there's no other word for it, felt really low because of it. So something yeah, I would yeah. definitely keep is training as hard and focusing on myself. So, because at the end of the day, like Teresa said, my business is me. So if I don't feel good or look good or whatever, I'm not going to be able to help other people feel good or look good or what they want to do. Um, what will I bin? No, I'm going to spend more time with my daughter as well. Even if I have to travel back into London, I'm going to make sure I have a dedicated day. At the moment, I've got two or three days that are really just about her and we just hang out and do stuff. And I mean, in the house and maybe go on one walk. But for me, it's keeping that time. For me, that's really, really important to do. So um, certainly at least try and bin one day of commuting. That would be nice. Oh, 100%, 100%. There will be at least one two days that I will be trying trying not to have to come into London really because I just it just misses out on so much time it just yeah. takes up so much so much time and energy that it's a great place to work it's vibrant it's lovely but I don't think the health and fitness industry is going to be the same again so and you can add it fire online so you're not you're not having to lose out exactly what about you then, Teresa? What will you keep? What will you bin? And what are you going to uh, add as a result of uh, this reflective period? Right, definitely. I'm going to keep some time. So I am actually going to work out, in a, whether it's in a month or a year, I'm going to book out some time where it isn't, there's no work going to go in there. Um, and I'm not going to... I don't know, a lot of the time we book in holidays and we think I've got to travel abroad and have my holiday time, but I'm actually going to, whether it's, you know, chill out time, self-reflection time. So I'm going to put that in periodically um, and use it as a, almost like a quietening that we've had in lockdown. So that's definitely going to be uh, what, what I'm going to be doing. So that's what I'm going to keep the time. So I'm going to add in that as a process. I don't really know what to bin. I basically have loved, <laughs> loved this time. So what were you been that you were doing before? Oh, okay, right. So I'd already been, I'd already been work, right. I'd already been working on this um, for a number of years. So I'm just going to really. I've always tried to um, uh, please. You know, I'm a people pleaser. So I've learned over the last few years when to say no. And to just, you know, be really honest and upfront about whether that doesn't suit if it's not in my lane. So I'm just going to keep on working on that. 
Um, and so even things like turning notifications off my phone, you know, binning the idea that I have to always be answerable to people on a phone or a message. You know, I have, my, I have a phone in my home and I never pick it up. That's kind of the principle. I, it's for me to make the phone call. If someone rings me, I don't have to always be answerable. So in my own time, you know, so looking after myself. Yeah. So. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So Rob, Rob remember that. If, if you ring Teresa and she doesn't answer. Well, I've been ringing her for weeks and she That's hasn't That's a answered. big lie. <laughs> I don't tell anybody my home phone number so that it doesn't, doesn't happen. How funny. So, yeah. So even that little thing of just feeling like, you know, if a message comes through, I've got to, I've got to always, you know, quickly respond. It's yeah. okay not to. It's not to say that I'm going to ignore it or not action it, but I'm going to do it when it's a good time for me rather than when I'm doing 15 things, looking after my kid, you know, homeschooling. Oh, I've got to answer this message. No, that can wait because right here, what's in front of me is the most important thing. Yeah, cool. And that sounds like a big change from the Teresa I knew. No, yeah. That's, yeah. do you know what I have to say? That is just, a, that is such a cool insight because I think, that most of us are susceptible to, oh, my phone is ringing, so I've got to do this, and I've yes. got to answer this. And I am going to take that on board massively, because that is such a, that's a cool thing to have. I just have it always on, always on silent. I always just keep I've it wet. two phones and just putting one over there, because I don't want to do it. Yeah. Might help. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so look, we're, we're, let's wrap this thing up, guys. It's been amazing to talk to you both, but I kind of want to wrap it up really with, in your opinion, what is like what is the single biggest thing that you would urge fellow fitness professionals to look at or to develop uh, moving forward, so that when we're out of lockdown and we're back into kind of what is that, whatever the new normal looks like, what would you urge people to kind of look at? Um, by the time we get back there, Teresa. Okay, so I've come up with the five C's. <laughs> oh, wow. Right, Love. five C's, really, really simply. Community is number one. Connection is number two. Courage is number three. Content is number four. And contingency is number five. So community has always been our, our thing in group exercise. How, how can you best service that? We've had to do it on an online space. I've heard of people who were doing online classes and actually the classes became, became less important and actually the chat and the glass of wine afterwards became the most important thing, you know, because it was about community. Connection is, you know, connecting, reaching out to fellow, you know, professionals. Uh, courage is, is just getting yourself to authentically step into that space if you believe you can. So being courageous enough to try new things, whether it was Rob, you know, getting on Zoom and being courageous enough to ask his, you know, his buddy Azza to help him out. That's, that takes courage. It, yeah, it's taken a few years, Rob, to get online, but you're on there now. It's amazing. So we've got to be courageous. But the thing for me is content. So the way I'm embracing that is by educating others, but also educating myself. So that's why I did that course recently. And the contingency, the contingency plans, any true great instructor will always have a thousand other things that they can do. They can pull out at the drop of a hat if something doesn't go quite right. What we have all learned is we never thought this was going to come and, and come and get us. We are blessed that it happened at the same time. So 
you know, we've all had to act together. Whereas actually, if someone who's a group exercise instructor, maybe they have a crisis in life, which effectively acts a bit like their own lockdown. Maybe they have an illness or they have an injury. Nobody else is necessarily gonna be able to empathize in, in the way that we've all been able to. We're all in this together. So I would encourage you know, the five C's and that last one is I have that contingency plan. What are you gonna do if it doesn't quite work for you? What else can you do? You know, whether it is stepping into a different space, whether it is just knowing, okay, I, I can't turn up, who can I turn to? So that was what I came up with, the five C's. Love the five C's. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, Rob, you've got to follow up with that yeah. one, mate. I'm just mic dropping it. No, 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 no. You do that, too. Thanks, mate. <laughs> um, that was brilliant, T. I love that. Those oh, thanks. Um, for me, it was... Um, really taking a look at you know the world of the health and fitness industry is really never going to be the same again it's definitely made a made a change and at least maybe not for the next you know six to 12 months it's going to be a very different environment so for me it's going out and educating yourself first which has been um almost a bit of a storyline between what Teresa and i have said yeah. is taking time to educate yourself on something that will benefit you and your business um, whether that's social media whether that's a mindfulness course whether that, that's something about learning how to be an online trainer or to take better class whatever it is something that educates you and moves you forward every day um, and for me it's looking at the change in terms of just when you go out into the into the world and go on to a run there are many more people exercising and many more people that need us and need us at this time when they're not connected to anyone. They're left out on their own almost and their only connection is this screen. And if we can provide them as health and fitness professionals with something that will, you know, educate them on their bodies, make them move a bit better and feel a bit better, then that's our purpose. And the only way you can do that is by doing some online sessions. Don't wait the six years that I did. Please just get, get, on this, get on something and do something and just see how that works for you. So exactly how Teresa put it so eloquently, um, have some courage and get it done, guys, because it will change not only you, but also the people that you're working with. So get it, get it done. Amazing. I mean, there's been a really strong thread and I think you guys have summed it up really well. And, and Rob, I love that last Kind of point you made about there is more people out there exercising than ever before it's evident isn't it there's more people taking time to go for a walk to go for a jog to go for a cycle to take their kids to the park to do yeah. some weights to do some body weight people are exploring it more than ever before and i think therefore as fitness professionals we have opportunity i think that's the key word is we have opportunity we have opportunity to get in front of different people. We have an opportunity to try and do it in a different way. Um, and we have an opportunity to work on ourselves. And I think that's probably from you two has been the, the key theme is, is get yourself in order, get your house in order so that you can then best serve others. Because if you're only running at 70%, that's, then that's the absolute maximum that you can give to everyone else. And if you can get yourself up into a higher percentage, then, You've got more to give. Um, so I think that is absolutely the key message to um, give to our listeners today as a little gift there. 
Um, guys, it has been absolutely amazing to spend some time with you. I know we probably spent way longer than we should have on this podcast, but I don't care because it's been really fantastic. And you guys have, have done what you always do, which has inspired me. And I know that this podcast will also inspire um, the rest of the fitness professional community. Um, guys, what we'll make sure is that we can get your links onto this podcast as well. So if you guys um, want to say goodbye one at a time as well, and just give us what's your, um, what's your key handle or your key link for people to find out a little bit more about you. So Rob, we start with you. Yeah, uh, guys, thank you very much for taking the time to listen. I know that it's difficult to find you know, sometimes for yourself, but in this current climate, there is always that little bit of extra time. So thank you very much for listening. Um, on Instagram, it's at Coach Kane UK. Um, my website is www.coachkane.co.uk. You can email me, get in touch with me, message me on Instagram, whatever the things happen on there. That would be great. Um, but if you need anything, please reach out. I'm more than willing to kind of share with you um, any advice that I have. But thanks for taking the time, guys. Thank you, Rob and Teresa. Oh, it's been an absolute delight. First of all, to get to chat to you, lovely two human beings. Thank you. Uh, it's been really nice to have that time to sort of reflect on how I can add something more in that more sort of mentoring way in this podcast. So I really hope that it reaches out to lots of people and helps helps them and certainly like you say as i've been inspired by just listening to what you guys are doing so i'm going to action some things you know you might see me doing online education now um or sessions you'll be like that's my competition anyway thank you to all of you that have listened so you can find me um my website is pinnacle group exercise um, but you can find me personally on um social media so instagram facebook and twitter just as Teresa wheatley be great to hook up with you Thanks, guys. Fantastic. Guys, that is um, another and a really cool podcast um, with me, Coach Azza. You can find me at, at Coach Azza on Instagram, um, as well as all the other links um, that are available through that um, particular social media channel. Um, guys, make sure you check out FitPro as well, FitPro uh, underscore limited on Instagram. Make sure you check us out on Facebook. Um, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to spend time with these two heroes today. We hope you enjoyed that podcast and look out for another podcast on our newsletters and on the FitPro magazine online very soon. Coach Azza signing out. For more information about FitPro education and for details on FitPro membership and insurance, you can visit us at fitpro.com. We hope you enjoy the today's podcast and see you next time.